Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the I'm Still Fun podcast, which, by the way, we got, um, I'm not calling you out, Megan. I love you, but we got an email from Megan. She clearly listens, and she it says, I'm still fine. Now, I don't know if it was an <laughs> autocorrect or if you think that's the name of the podcast, but it made me laugh, yeah. and I loved it. But I was going to start off with this quick email from her. Uh, she says, the scream I scrumped when on the last episode, someone mentioned Zodiac Academy. It is one of my all-time favorite series. It will also be a complete series come April. I haven't read Akatar yet. It's on my list, but is a daunting series, but wanted to give my two cents on Zodiac Academy. It's so, so good. and will make you feel every emotion. Anyway, love you both. I'm originally from Minnesota. I currently live in ATL. What up, Atlanta? Nice. And I'm a longtime listener of KDWB. Fallon, you are missed on the morning show. Jenny, you are doing a fantastic job. Love that we still get to listen to y'all together. Keep up the great work, XX Megan. So thank you, Megan. I wanted to give a little shout out to her for uh, listening to the podcast, even though you live in Atlanta now. That's so cool when we hear that. I know. I feel like I keep adding more and more series and books to my list ever since bringing up, like you brought up Akatar, mm-hmm. and now I'm like starting to finally read them, whatever. And then everyone's like, you got to read this next and this. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't keep track of everything, but okay, yeah, I'll try. It's a lot. It's a lot. I had a work call today with um, a charity group called The Bond Between. And as soon as I, it was like a, a Zoom or Teams is what we we use here at iHeart. And as soon as I got on the Teams call, um, she was like, how's Olive or whatever? I said, oh, you know, good. Told a little bit about Olive. And then she's like, okay, now for the real conversation. <laughs> she was like, let's talk Akatar. I was like, oh, I didn't know that this meeting today was going to. So then there's a guy, his name is Patrick. Uh-huh. And he's kind of like the mediator of our meeting. And he just sat there and listened to me and the two girls talk about that for the like series, 10 minutes. Yeah. I was like, okay. Um, so. Speaking of, I was going to tell you uh, this little tidbit. Uh-huh. I thought you would. I saved it, even though it happened last week, because it made me laugh. And I was like, Jenny's going to like this. So Jake and I pulled up. Have you seen the Netflix documentary called Lover, Stalker, Killer? No, but Dave just brought it up on the show really? today. So I have. he didn't really give many details, okay. but it sounded like something I probably wouldn't watch. No, it's not about watching it. Okay. It's, so we were watching it, but I was not paying attention I was like I don't know if I was listening to my book if I was on TikTok what I was doing but out of nowhere Jake was (laughs) Jake goes um I'm pretty sure this documentary is um based on you and I go what and I look (laughs) up and he goes he pauses it rewinds it and it showed a text that the stalker woman sent to her like husband or boyfriend or whatever he was and it said she had sent him a message that said, it's not funny because it's based on a true story. Every whore you talk to, I take pictures of their license plate. I don't care if they're customers. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, sounds like a text you'd send me. And I was like, fuck you, Jake. And then I sent it to his sister, and she she confirmed. My, and she goes, um, 
But I mean, you guys are married, so that is what she's supposed to do. And I was like, okay, thank you, Hannah, for supporting me. I always know she will. But it made me laugh. I was like, I'm going to share that with Jenny because that's funny. That was the ongoing thing that Jenny's not like as jealous of a human as I am, but I am, I would really lean into the character of being a little psychotic. It's like one of my favorite parts of you, though. Thank you. I mean, like, I definitely get jealous. I'm not like well, yeah. some crazy yeah. person who doesn't. Like, I totally get jealous of things. But, like, Fallon just, like, does it in a murderous way. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so it's just, like, a different level. But it's a very joking, obviously, level. Jake always but sometimes, says, I don't know. <laughs> he always is like, I hope someone overhears you, like, one day, whenever, like, we're walking into a store or parking lot and I'm threatening him. Or um, he's like, if anyone ever find, if I ever die and anyone finds my phone, they're not going to think you're my wife. They're going to think you're the person that killed me. And I was like, okay, calm down. I'm too far, too far. Um, I told Jenny that he was out of town this weekend. So it was, like, a... It was a, it was exhausting. Yeah. You had olive. Yeah. And I didn't even have her like the whole time by myself. I mean, Friday, my mom had her half the day. Mm-hmm. Friday, my mom had her half, or Saturday had her half the day because I did an art class. And I was like, what am I complaining about here? I mean, I don't it's know what it's though. like to have a child. I yeah. just know what it's like to watch my hellion nephew sometimes, my beautiful, lovely niece, the <laughs> two different personalities. Yeah, that's how it goes. My sister will concur about everything I just said about both of them. Mm-hmm. I love them dearly. But, I mean, yeah, they're tired. Like, I love the fact that I get to give them back. Yeah. I give, here you go, your yeah. children, not mine. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I know. I can tell when my mom is done with yeah. it. And I'm like, I, like sometimes I'll go on vacation and I can watch through the monitor and you can tell when my mom is putting Olive to bed after a long, like she is done. Yeah. And I'm like, she's like, thank oh, God I know. it's bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> well, my mom will sometimes be like, nope, my, I am done. Actually saying, I'm like, all right, Debbie, calm down a little bit. Like it's a little bit much. Yeah. Um. So did you have a good weekend? Yeah. I mean, it's been pretty low key. I feel like besides, I mean, we had a bachelorette party like two weekends ago. So I feel like this past weekend, it was just like a chill. Yeah. I didn't make many plans. So I didn't do a whole ton. Um, Really... I'm contemplating if I'm just going to become like completely sober. And I know you might think that that's a joke because we talk about me partying a lot or Mm -hmm. like my used to party days, whatever. But I don't know what alcohol does to me anymore. Like if it's worth it anymore. Okay. Because I drank probably like they were kind of strong, but I drank some margaritas on Saturday at this get together at a friend's house. And like by no means did I get drunk or anything, but definitely tipsy. But um, got home later that night. Andrew and I made food. We took these dogs for a walk. So that shows you how, like, coherent I was still. I wasn't, like, stumbling or anything. But then, you know, I have some food. I sat. I think I read, like, a tiny bit of my book. But I was definitely too tired at that point. And I go to bed. And then literally for eight hours, I laid in bed and woke up every 20 to 30 minutes. I would wake up and my heart would be racing. And so it's like I've always had I've had hangover anxiety probably since I was like 24. Yeah. And I just push through it, forget about it, whatever, deal with it for a few hours goes away. But now it just really affects my sleep so aggressively that it throws me off for like two days. I'm so tired. So Sunday I had all these plans of getting shit done. Mm -hmm. And what did I do? I got up and did a couple things. And then I was laying on the couch and fell asleep and then literally went upstairs to just take a nap again because Mm -hmm. I was I just was tired because that sleep, even though I was, quote unquote, sleeping for almost eight hours, it wasn't sleep. No, it yeah. was such like I would wake up, I would roll to the other side, fall back asleep for 20 minutes, wake up, roll to the other side. Like I would switch sides. I was constantly moving around. 
And thank God Andrew sleeps like a rock because he would have been awake so much. But it's just so weird. And my heart's like racing when I wake up. So there is definitely some anxiety there. But like I don't feel necessarily super anxious, but my heart's racing. And the same thing happened in Savannah. Like the one night that we went out and partied and stuff. I was good. Like I drank enough to probably knock me out for a little bit. And but also once again, didn't get very drunk. Like I know my limits now and I know when it's time to call the Uber home. Yeah. And so I think I woke up that morning at like 4 a.m. And from 4 to 7 a.m. I was fighting that sleep again of my heart racing. Uh, And I mean, my resting is at 55 and my heart was at 100 just laying there. And that is just like not how it should be. So I know it ties in with just the general anxiety that I have (laughs) outside of putting alcohol, getting that involved. But it's so not fun the way it affects my sleep. And I feel like the lack of sleep makes me crazy. Yeah. It really makes me kind of crazy. And I mean, obviously, there's plenty of science out there to prove that, yes, if you're not sleeping, it can, like, drive you a little insane. So I just don't know that it's worth it. But at the same time, like, I've had plenty of times where I have had a couple drinks and it's just, like, nothing. Yeah. But I don't know. I That's so crazy to me that it would like shift in you like that mm-hmm. even though you said you've had hangover anxiety for but that's always like the day 10 after years, right it's like I wake up I feel kind of gross like whatever and then I feel a little bit anxious throughout the day and it kind of goes away but this was like it's literally like I can't even like sleep through the night at all I'm anymore. like wondering is that like a question for your doctor or a question for your therapist right you know what I mean? I do have therapy this week. I haven't seen her in Maybe like a month. Maybe you should ask so her about I am, that. I think I, I've got, oh, hot girl. I got a have list you, of things is, I got to talk to her about. This is really personal and you don't have to talk about it. Ha, have you decided one way or another if you will start medication for anxiety through so, therapy? Um, As of the last appointment, I had said that I was good for the moment, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's been a rough like handful of months. I was well, not a handful, like few months, I would say, of just like a roller coaster of emotions. And I like felt like I was like doing good. And like, I know that there's nothing like bad about taking medication, but I've just like, in my head, it's always been like, oh, I've gotten through really bad anxiety before without medication. Like, mm-hmm. why do I need to do it now? Yeah. Cause I have, I have gone through like almost debilitating anxiety where I didn't leave my college house for like, classes I had to be attending Mm -hmm. and I like got through that anxiety and so there's like a part of me that's like well you've gotten through this before you can get through it without medication now but I haven't loved the last few months of just like Mm -hmm. this roller coaster of stuff so I think I'm going to talk to my therapist again because the last appointment we did talk about if I needed to if I thought I wanted to get on medication which I then have to see a psychiatrist at that point I can't go through my therapist so she, um, you know, she's like, we got to talk about this because I need to recommend you to someone else then to get you going on that if that's what you feel like you want. So I think I'll probably just like discuss all the things I've that have happened in the last month that I want to talk to her about at this coming appointment and then maybe revisit, well, definitely revisit the medication thing. Um, and I know like I've heard like really positive things from people before who have reached out and said that medication has really helped them. But also like my therapist has told me that, it really like definitely helps you in those moments of anxiety, but it also levels out your emotions in general. So you're like really high highs aren't felt the same way, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't know that there's anything super wrong with that for me, but like for a second hearing that, I was like, well, I don't want to like yeah. be leveled out. I want to feel emotions and stuff, but I, think I don't want to feel that anxiety. I think that's the truest um, dilemma 
with right. any of the medications. Um, like a lot of people, they feel like they're not comp- depending. You've, the things I've heard, you know, if it's like a, the negative side of things, they don't, don't maybe feel like themselves as much. Yeah. Or yeah, the same thing. Like they don't feel the like excite. I don't know if the excitement's the word, but think like in those kind of moments mm-hmm. as much. Um, I feel like even this is like a terrible like reference, but I feel like that's like what. It, because uh, you think of celebrities, like I feel like Kanye West has talked about that, like how it really stifled his creativity kind of for writing when he mm-hmm. was on medication. That's why he would go off of it. He'd like think he was fine, go off of it. And then he was like, I don't think he was fine. I think yeah. it just made him feel like he was because he felt so like level. But I mean, maybe that, it, you know, I don't know anything about it. And you know, they'd have to find the right one for you. And Right. No, I exactly. And I know it's also a process of like, you don't just start taking it one day and the next day you it feel. It works, yeah. right. You yeah. have to like sit there and like hopefully it works the way you want it to in like a few weeks, six weeks. Yep. I think is usually like generally a time where you should definitely tell it, be able to see a difference. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, once again, I'm not opposed to it. I just, I guess I had thought that like I haven't used it before, but like these last handful of months just haven't been. I don't know. It hasn't been hard. I don't want to sit. Well, it has been hard at moments. I don't want to sit and say that like life has been super, super tough. But mm-hmm. the moments that have been tough have been like really tough. Yeah. And now I'm going to cry. <laughs> Jenny, but, would you say it's all because you're not with me every single morning? I mean, yes. I literally <laughs> texted you. No, I'm just kidding. I, just kidding. I mean, you know, truthfully, I say this as I have tears in my eyes, but I like mean this authentically. Like the lack of having your friendship like every morning is hard Mm -hmm. like there's just like a lot of things I think that have happened in the last year in my life that have like not triggered anxiety but like when something does happen that's anxious for me I don't have like the comfort that I used to in certain ways and Mm -hmm. like you're one of them and like I literally I mean this was a complete joke but texted her Friday morning I was like pitting out so bad Friday (laughs) during the show and I was in the bathroom and I was like, holy shit, there was like a gallon of sweat in my armpit. And I sent her a picture and I was like, do you miss seeing me put paper yeah. towels in my pits every morning? And- I would look up, especially when Dave was gone and she was running the board. That's yes. when she pit the most. Oh my gosh. Because she'd be like extra stressed for doing more work. And I'd look over and she'd just have paper towels hanging out of her t-shirt. I would. <laughs> yeah, God. I would. And so, yeah, there's just, there's many moments where like, I mean- whatever I miss you on the show and there's nothing wrong with like Dave and Drake like we still run the show and it's great and everything um but it's like you know I don't get to have the comfort that I have from Fallon and I's friendship and like Mm -hmm. you know you guys don't always get to see what happens behind the scenes with us but Fallon's just always been there for me and she still is it's just that like I don't get to see her in person it's different when you're not yeah like physically there and it's the same with me and then I think also we both don't want to vent to each other because we feel bad piling on but we used to be able to vent to each other like just every morning if we needed to and which is so ridiculous because I never care if Jenny vents to me and I know she doesn't care if I vent to her about things so it's just silly like we shouldn't hold it in because I think I think in our like our jobs like we both like love like what we do so much but of course like anything there are going to be things you vent about and it's like with your closest coworker, it's there's only one person who truly understands it, you know? So that's why it's, like, easier for us to vent to each other. And yeah. Just because, like, we understand the industry and, like, how it affects people. Like, you know, if something upsets me with, like, our sales department, 
I can text Jenny. I literally texted her on like Friday because someone like sent me an email and it annoyed me. Yeah. And I was like, did they do this to the morning show by chance? And Jenny's like, nope. And I was like, God, and it just like fired me. I'm like, why yeah. are they doing this to me then? So, um, you know, so those like insider things that like you can vent to each other about. Um, well, good luck with therapy this week. Thanks. I mean, for a while, like, because I was seeing her pretty consistently for a while, I was like, oh, God, another appointment. And now I'm like, oh, yes, an appointment. (laughs) (laughs) I need it this week. (laughs) It is like, it is definitely a good feeling when you need it and they can like kind of calm you or reassure you. But I had those two where it was like too often. I'm like, I don't have anything to talk about this week. I don't know. And then Mm -hmm. I felt like I was just making up stuff to like talk about almost. Um, So I wanted to talk about my hemorrhoid. Um, You have another one. Yeah, but it's like, okay, so this is. To go back, I had hemorrhoids removed like three different times. Everyone always asks about it. It was thrombose. It was external. It was really painful. Mm-hmm. I had one when I was pregnant, and then I've had it like twice after. Like so, one immediately because when you push, a lot of women get hemorrhoids from like the pushing process. So mine were so painful. Everyone's like, "How do you know?" I'm like, "Dude, you. That's all you can think about because it just it's painful. Mm-hmm. And if it's like that, then my primary care physician recommended a colon and rectal clinic." So that's how it all went down. And I always, like, give the, the thing, like, if they'll give you a couple of painkillers, do it. Because the first couple of days are brutal. Not going to lie. Uh, the first person gave me a painkiller. The second time, he didn't. And I was like, what the F? So the third time, I got so nervous going in that they weren't going to give me a painkiller. And they didn't. And I took extra strength Tylenol, like, in the parking lot before going in. Because they, like, numb it, then remove it. And then it's just like, but that area heals very quickly. Yeah. So it heals. But... Every now and then, I will be able to tell I'm, like, getting one. Mm-hmm. And I get so fucking stressed out. Like, I, it's all I think about. Yesterday, it was uncomfortable. And I did, I did the thing where you take a picture of your asshole. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, you know, you put the you put the mirror in a certain angle and you're bent no, this way. No, I did way a photo. Mo- so okay. somewhere in the iCloud, someone just vomited. Um, <laughs> but I was like, I need to, like, see what it looks like. because, And it was like, and I know the, the solution is if it's like you're starting to feel it come on, it's like all about, like, your nutrition, basically, mm-hmm. and your stress levels, yeah. which I've been stressed lately. So I'm like, I'm sure that's part of it. My eating has been clean, but I have not been drinking enough water. So my first step was like chug, 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 chug water. Also, like sitting on hard surfaces is not good for it. Mm -hmm. So like if you sit a lot, that's why they tell you not to sit on the toilet for long periods of time. So like yesterday, I was like, if I had to sit on my butt, like for food, I sat on a pillow and I'm like on the couch. I was like laying on my stomach and I slept on my stomach last night to give her some time. (laughs) And today it feels a lot better, but it was like, I'm like chugging, chugging, chugging water. And um, I think I'm just sharing this in case like anyone ever, because people will say, what do you do? And I see all of these, um, maybe the answer, I don't know if it's holistic. Some are holistic and some are like ridiculous, not holistic, crazy suggestions. Because I have a video about hemorrhoids on TikTok Mm -hmm. and people recommend all these things. And I'm like, I don't say anything in the comments, but I'm like, no. Yeah. I had a friend message me and they're like, I saw if you put sugar on it. And like, I'm like, no, (laughs) you can put sugar all over that thing. But once it's hit there, if it works for you, great. I got to the point where I would try anything. I get it. But no. And then someone's like, yeah, in the comments. Yeah, the sugar doesn't work. I'm like, yeah, no kidding. Like, I'm not surprised the sugar doesn't work. So I just always like people ask me still all the time about them. But it feels better today. 
I went for a walk. Okay. Kind of calm her down. Because I have genuine questions. Yes. Um, yes, my child. So you have another external one. Yes. Okay. And but it, I think I, it's going away. Okay. That's what I was going to ask. I was like, do you think it's just going to go away on its own? Because yeah. I had one once upon a time mm-hmm. in college and I'm a poor college student who doesn't have health insurance. I'm literally pooping blood and I'm like, yeah, whatever. No yeah. biggie. Don't care about it. Whatever. And after like a couple weeks, I was like, this is probably not If you're pooping blood, you should go to the doctor. Right. (laughs) So literally, I'll never forget me and my girlfriends, we were drinking one night and I like went and had to go to the bathroom. And I was like, guys, you guys, I like, I think I have a hemorrhoid. Yeah. And we're half drunk. So I was like, hemi, like we're naming it, whatever. And I'll never forget one of my roommate's boyfriend's thought we were the most disgusting people ever that I'm just like yeah my hemi I'm just like bleeding (laughs) out of my butt and then I went to the doctor finally a couple days after that they had me bent over you know well not bent over they just put me on the side yeah I was just on my side and she was like yeah I mean it's already healing yeah like it had gotten to the point where I don't know if popped is the right term but it like they don't pop okay it'll just like kind of go back and it's almost like it's inflamed basically yeah Uh, and 90% 90% of the time, even have after having a baby, they, most of the time, if you're like drinking that water, you're eating well, you know, it, it will heal itself. That's why, but I'm like, you will know if it is not like it is like I had Jenny cover an event for me last minute because I could not even stand up. I was so uncomfortable when yeah. I got them removed and, um, and I made Jake look at it and I remember the first set I had <laughs> the first set. The do- I spread my cheeks and the doctor was like, oh, my gosh, those are large. And I was like, okay, well, fuck. you didn't have to go there, lady. All right. But, I mean, I surprised everyone with them. Um, and then, but I, yeah, it's typically they go back. Yeah. And if if they're so uncomfortable and painful, you should go to someone. And people get so embarrassed. But men and women get them. And it, it's common also when you're older. Mm-hmm. Um, so I drink feel- your water. Drink your water. Get your do fiber. Do that and then also do you use the squatty potty? I have a squatty potty. I have a bidet. I feel like that stuff is helpful too because like then you, if you're having like constipation issues, it helps you a little bit with like yeah. the elevation. We just have a natural squatty potty built in because our bathroom is so small that the tub oh, yeah. is right in front of the That's toilet. That's how my growing up house yeah, was, baby. So I Those just, legs like, were put my, I just put my feet up on there and like Andrew and I are just... We're kind of gross. We don't always shut the door yeah. unless there's like really bad situations happen. Mm-hmm. And he'll like come home and I'm just feet up and he knows what's happening because yep. he'll see me like, and I'll be like, hey, luck. babe. Yeah. And I was like, you should go in a different room. Don't be like standing. Because <laughs> he'll come home and he'll just like want to talk about his day. Yeah. And he'll be in the hallway to the bathroom as I'm literally legs are up. Like yeah. I'm trying to go to the bathroom. And I was like, maybe just give me like five. Yeah. You know, like just give me a little bit. But yeah, I there was a squatty potty in our Christmas exchange this past year, and I think my <laughs> younger sister Katie put it in, and she was like, "Jenny, because you never know what the exchange present is. That's mm-hmm. the way our families is, obviously." And she's like, "Jenny, I really think you'll like mine." Blah blah blah. And I didn't take hers, and someone else did, and said it was a squatty potty. I was like, "I already got one of those. It's built yeah. in with my tub." <laughs> That's a genius. That's a genius, like little Christmas toss in for sure. But I do think we need one in our basement because there have been times where Andrew and I are both needing to go number two and one of us has to go to the basement and we're like oh nowhere to put our feet up (laughs) if you don't know what a squatty potty is by chance it is just like basically a little stool you put in front of the toilet because they say that that's how your body is more naturally 
meant to be when you're going to the bathroom so it makes your bowel movements more natural easy less strained and um i don't have one in our powder room and so i use olive's little toilet i put my (laughs) She she doesn't need the little she doesn't need the little toilet in like a year because she can sit on the big girl toilet now, but she uses her little potty too for and I should just get a stool. She'll put it in front of the toilet so she can step up and get on the toilet, and then she pulls it over and puts it in front of the sink so she can wash her hands. And I'm like, I should just get you an act. She has a stool downstairs for her bathroom for like brushing her teeth, but not upstairs. So well, whatever it works. Yeah, it It works for what she needs it for. Exactly. Who cares? Um, I was also going to tell you that I. I've done two Pilates classes now, yeah. and I have another one set for Wednesday, Friday. Um, I did like a, they have a, there's a new place in Mound, so it's like right by me. I wouldn't have known, but my neighbor, Jen, and by neighbor, I mean, she lives like in a different neighborhood, but she's very close to me. She is like one of those friends you want to have because they know everything that's going on. Mm. I never look at like Facebook groups and stuff for like news in the city. She'll be like, did you hear? Did you see? I'm like, no, no, tell me everything. So anyway, she's like, there's a new Pilates. I'm going to go if you want to go. And she is selling her Peloton because it hurts her knees. Hmm. And she has this thing, she said recently, where when she does, she's really competitive. And when she does intense workouts like Peloton or like hit classes, she says it um, messes her up for like two hours after the class where like she doesn't feel right. She feels dizzy. It's not a good feeling. So she's like, I don't want to do those. I just saw her actually post on Instagram today. She's selling her bike. Um, and so she's like, I'm going to do Pilates because it doesn't hurt her knees. And you don't really even, I didn't, don't sweat a ton in there. Just like a little bit. Yeah. But it's a reformer kind. And I told the lady, I was like, I feel like Pilates is having a big moment. She's like, oh. So I don't know that she felt that she agreed with me on that. Um, she's like, it's already had its, its always moment, bitch. having a moment, bitch. That's <laughs> yeah. why I opened the studio. <laughs> Um, no, very nice woman. But I just loved how it's slow. Mm-hmm. And it. I was telling Jenny, I feel like it works little muscles you never hit and you don't know about. And it makes me understand why a lot of the people that you see who do Pilates a lot have those longer, leaner bodies. Mm-hmm. So I am praying that it will give me a long, lean <laughs> body. Um, I have to break it to you. Lean potentially, but long. Fuck I think you, Jenny. I think you're you stuck at know. that height that you're at. Um, I will say one thing. Um, she was telling me she was like shocked. She's like, it was a different instructor. She was like, very kind. She's like, Fallon, I can't believe this is your second class. Like, you have such great form, and like you're so blah blah blah. And I was like, oh my god. Like, keep telling me all these compliments, girl. And then we got to where we're on our, we laid on your back, and you put your legs straight up in the air. And she was, Fallon, do you have really tight hamstrings? And I was like, I do. And she's like, I can tell. <laughs> Like, and I was like, I also have a bad hip. She's like, okay, we'll do some hip flexor stretches at the end. I was like, all right, lit. And uh, but I did like a month unlimited. Nice. So I'm getting excited. And I asked her, I said, how many times a week would you recommend? She's like, three times. This like, that's probably that's good. A, I feel like that's a fair amount. Me too. Yeah. It's and not it goes intimidating. by very quickly. Mm-hmm. I don't even look at the clock. I don't know where a clock is. But like in well, those good. high intensity don't classes, look for it. don't find the I clock know. either or else you'll always know where it it's is. It's true. Because <laughs> when I did would do like, for instance, when Steve would convince me to do warrior sculpt yep. at Lifetime, I would look up and be like, why? <laughs> why is there still 30 minutes? I won't make it. I won't make it. I hated it. I hated it. I, I love Lifetime, but I fucking hate warrior sculpt. 
you know how like you're supposed to leave an exercise feeling like high yeah on endorphins like oh i'm so glad i did it i never felt like that leaving oh. work i felt like my i always said this my soul was removed <laughs> from my body i hated it i mean the sculpt classes are really hard uh-huh. i do still do one on friday mornings every once in a while when i can make it to it yeah but I just went to the spin class instead because I couldn't make it to the sculpt class on this past Friday. And like, I'm very comfortable in working out situations, but I know some people aren't. And the instructor straight up came to the back row where I was in my lonesome. Like nobody <laughs> Leave else was me back alone. there. Yeah. She goes, I've never seen you before. Are you new? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. She's like, well, what's your name? And then I like tell her whatever. And then I'm getting call outs in the middle of the class. Oh, God. And you can tell that everyone in that class goes all the time because I had to, I couldn't tell what I was supposed to be doing no. half the time. I was like, what did she say? I like couldn't understand what she was oh, saying. No. And so I was watching everyone else and I was like, I think I'm supposed to be doing some kind of push up motion right now. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. But I mean, in the end, it was great, whatever. But I like, I should be comfortable with this. I go to plenty of workout classes, but that moment when mm-hmm. you're first called out yeah. in a class you've never been to, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know if I needed the call out, but okay. Yeah, I um I haven't been to a lifetime spin class in a very long time. Um, some of the places I've been to for spin, I didn't like it as much as Peloton because I didn't like the instructor's music choice. Oh, okay, yeah. and I was like, I'm stuck in this, and this is not inspiring me. So I like that's one thing I do like about Peloton is I can pick the exact, I can see the playlist basically. Right. But also, um, I did do so. Target had one like crossover with soul cycle mm. and they had a pop-up here and i got to go to it and because soul soul cycle is like probably the best known spin kind of yeah. thing and it was an experience to say the least and it was like that where they call you out there were like candles there are all these things and i was like this i understand the hype behind it but i it felt a little culty yeah like because you know how, like how they make jokes that like people who do crossfit is a little culty yep. It had that vibe to it for sure. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I would eat. I am a Kool-Aid drinker, man. Like, I don't need to be around this. So I got to get out. I got to get out while the getting's good. So um, I have one story I have to confess. So, Oh, God. Did you shit in, on a bike? No, it's nothing about that. <laughs> it's like quite opposite of what we've been talking about for the last 10 minutes, okay. which is fitness. It's more on the side of like, am I a healthy person or am I not? Because yeah. when it comes on to it, after Give I tell you me. this story, you're probably not going to think I am. Okay, so Andrew and I had bought these uh, fruit snacks from Costco. Okay. And they're like zero grams of fat, like kind of okay, low in calories, whatever. But it it works with my diet and how I track my macros. So it was a nice little snack to have every once in a while. So we bought a box a handful of months ago, went through it, whatever. The last time we bought it, Andrew was like a fucking addict. He could not control himself. All of a sudden I look over and there's like 10 fruit snack wrappers next oh, to him. God. And I'm like, babe, what is, they're not even that good. Yeah. They're like the kind that stick to your teeth. Oh, yeah, and I only no. get them because it like is zero grams of fat and whatever. I was like, they're not even that great. And so he goes and hammers through this box within mm-hmm. like a week. And it's a box of 90. I had <laughs> I had a couple. Okay, a week might be in a, like an exaggeration. It was probably like two weeks, but still. Yeah. Two weeks. And I even hid the last few because I was like, I would like to enjoy some of these. I was barely getting one a day yeah. like at the rate he was going. So... The next time I go to Costco, I'm trying to find some food that works with like counting my macros. And I find like the jumbo Costco size of Rice Krispie treats. Mm -hmm. And those also are pretty low in fat and work with my macros. So I was like, hey, when you eat them in, what's the word? When you don't eat a lot at a time. Oh, when you like, I don't know, like like, portion it? Yeah. Or like like, moderation. Okay. When you eat in moderation, certain things like they're fine for you, you know? 
So <laughs> I buy this box and I hide it in my car, mm-hmm. learn the mistake the next day because the first time I go into it, it's frozen because yeah. I bought it like a month and a half ago when it was like five degrees. I was like, fuck, I have to put them in the house, but I have to hide them from Andrew. He cannot know about these. <laughs> Or else I will never God. see them yeah. again. So I have them hidden. And <laughs> Andrew, like, noticed a rapper recently. <laughs> He's like, what's that? <laughs> what I would do is it'd be my little treat at night as I'm going to bed. You and are I would have, sick. Like, one, You're sick. I would have, like, one to two. Sometimes if I, like, had the calorie count and the yeah. fat count, I could add in, like, three if I wanted. But I, like... Finally confessed to him one night, and I go, babe, I have been going ham on these. But not ham, like (laughs) in moderation. Uh And I open up the drawer to my nightstand, and I reveal just like a pile, like an (laughs) extreme pile of Rice Krispie Street wrappers. And he's like, what? And he starts freaking out. He's like, are you kidding me? Where are they? Where are they? And I was like, no, you don't get to know where they are. Yeah. So then for the last like week or so, he'll do something and he's earned a Rice Krispie treat, you know? <laughs> and, so, and, I, and I have to like, he'll be in our sunroom, which is on the main floor. Mm-hmm. And I have them hidden somewhere on the main floor. Mm-hmm. So I, I literally <laughs> wrestle around in multiple rooms to throw him off. Oh my so God. No idea sick. where I have the box hidden. But it's the only way I can get stuff like that. Like, yep. Andrew is always like, well, we just got to eat it all now so the snacks are out of the house. Like, that's his look on life. He'll buy a bag of chips. He's like, well, I just got to eat it all in one sitting because then it's out of the house. And I was like, well, then maybe you so should So much buy like it. Jake, it's disturbing. They are so... <laughs> Jake came home from a... Gr- like, buying Girl Scout cookies and handed me the box. He had just been to the grocery. So between grocery where she was selling to the house, there were two cookies left. And he goes, I saved you some. I go, you saved me some? He's like, I need them out of my life. She, he's like, she's going to be the next president the way she hustled me. I'm like... She probably looked at you and you handed her your wallet. Yeah. He's like, shut up. And I was like, you're pathetic. They're the same. They are. No, Andrew's exactly like that with Girl Scout cookies, I have too. weak moments, too. I can't act like I'm, like, holier than thou. I'm a piece of shit half the time. Well, I was going to say, like, I can't control myself either. That's why I don't keep a lot mm-hmm. of stuff in the house because I have a struggle with that. But, like, this was one thing where I did go a little crazy one day and I ate four and I <laughs> and I had the worst stomach cake ever. And I was like, all right. We know that three is my limit. <laughs> you learned so, a valuable lesson. Whatever. But I usually, like I said, I just like, usually it's my treat at the end of the day yep. that I have like one and then I put the wrapper in the drawer so that Andrew never sees the remnants. And so, yeah, that was like my dirty little secret I was hiding from That's him for hilarious. a while. And now he knows all about it, but I don't care because he ate all the fucking fruit snacks. And I was like, this is what you get. You're not you allowed to have Halloween nice things. candy too on the garage, but then the mouse, mice found it. I did. And the, yeah. So you hide stuff <laughs> everywhere. You I hid from those him. from him. And then I think when we, either last year or the year before, we had like two trick-or-treaters and we had a Costco size of Mm -hmm. Halloween candy. And I was like, let's put this away. And like, I know whatever people might disagree with this, but I said, we'll bring it to the movies when we want like snacks Mm -hmm. and whatever. So I was like, let's go hide this away. But I did tell Andrew to hide it because I didn't really want to know where it was. Well, of course, he admitted to me after a month that he'd ate all of it. And he like, (laughs) he just was getting into it every night. And I'm like, all right. So we're just not allowed to have snacks in the house because neither of us can control ourselves. Um, By the way, I think they texted into like the main show text number, but someone who listens to the podcast said that they, because of you, I think it was that. It could have been an email, discovered Goodles. Yes. And they, like their kids and family are obsessed with them. So they were like, you've changed their life. And I feel like it was a text like in the afternoon show. Yeah. And they were like, oh my God. And it might have been like a topic we were talking about and, or 
maybe it was something else. Maybe it was like an, a text to your all show that I just saw when I got in. But either way, you changed someone's life with your Goodle. They're so good. Thing. And I haven't tried them yet. I still need to try them. They're so good. But of course, of course, I find them at Costco. And now in the last month, they're not there anymore. Oh, so no. I got them. I, I started, I probably found them back in the summertime. I bet you can find them on Amazon, don't you think? I'm sure you can. But it's like I always try to get, you know, yeah. that cheap, like, uh, bulk life, yeah. which is Costco. But yeah, you can definitely buy them elsewhere. I think you can just buy them in single packs at Target or something like that. And there's different varieties too. I've only done the regular mac and cheese kind of okay. one. But yes, I was so bummed because I feel like I'll always find something I love so much mm-hmm. at Costco and then it's gone after like six months when I love it too much. Like yep. I'll never see it for another like six months to a year. Our top thing we get like endlessly. Um, well, other than like, because Jake and Dylan eat so many eggs, they get their eggs there now. Mm. Um, but the bare lightly breaded chicken breasts or chicken pieces are my like our whole family all of us love them like yeah. it, you can like make kind of like chick-fil-a like sandwiches with them and they're like great protein and not a ton of calories and they're so delicious we pop them in the air fryer and that's like our top always get at costco for yeah. sure so yummy anyway well that's our time We've been going longer lately. And we even have. today, Jenny and I were like, I don't know if we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> no, we did. We were starting. <laughs> I don't know. Get Jenny going on <laughs> hoarding her snacks. Yeah. And uh, there you go. Or me talking about fairy porn. Mm. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Thank have you. a great week. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.